0: Hey guys, I'm taking a quick little break this week on the digital marketing topic and I'm going to transition into my meet the attorney series. As you know, every now and then I like to introduce attorneys to you because that is the niche I play in mostly. I help a lot of attorneys in the now in the continental US with digital marketing, but set that aside i just want you to meet these guys and see what they're all about and today i am going to introduce you to one of new jersey's finest attorneys he's actually a personal injury attorney and he is going to enlighten us with what he does and how he helps people throughout this great state of new jersey so without further ado enjoy the show frank Deming, the local business guy and welcome to another episode of marketing solutions for local businesses happy wednesday happy hump day everyone i hope you guys are having a rocking rocking week thus far today in continuation to my meet the lawyer series i have a treat for you as i said in the pre-intro i have one of new jersey's best attorneys to ever walk this great state Uh, and I want to introduce you to him today his name is Frank Lazaro how you doing Frank
2: I'm wonderful especially after that introduction
0: (laughs) hey it's the truth man I've been doing my research on you my man so uh, everything all the accolades are true there but uh, anywho I already introduced my audience to you already in the pre-intro However, in your own words, who is Frank Lozario? Who are you and what do you do?
2: Oh, uh, I'm a New Jersey guy born and bred. I, I grew up in Edison. I uh, did my undergrad at Rutgers. Uh, went to law school in New York, New York law. After that, I decided I want to come back to New Jersey. So I did a clerkship for a judge in the Superior Court of Middlesex County, uh, where we oversaw uh, probably the busiest, uh, n- not, not uh, probably, definitely the busiest medical malpractice docket in the state, uh, which uh, got me into personal injury generally. So uh, after that uh, ended, after my year there, I went to a large firm uh, where I worked for the general uh, liability and insurance defense department, which is essentially the opposite of what I do now. And then in uh, 2009, I moved over to my firm, which is Lutz, Schapransky, Gorman, and Mahoney, uh, where we specialize and have always specialized in Uh, plaintiff's personal injury work and workers' compensation work. It's a firm that's been open for over 40 years uh, with a very good reputation. I say that even when I was doing defense work, they were one of the most reputable firms out there for this type of work, and um, the rest is history.
0: So does does your firm only focus on personal injury, or is that just your gig?
2: Uh, Our firm focuses predominantly on personal injury and uh, workers' compensation. If I had to Um, estimate what my caseload is, I would say probably 85% personal injury work and 15% uh, workers' compensation work. Now, along with that, there are some ancillary, there's ancillary legal work that comes with it. There's one thing called, there's a a type of work called PIP arbitration. PIP uh, uh, is short for personal injury protection coverage that you see in automobile insurance policies. Now, in short, and without getting too boring, These are the claims that are made uh, when a physician treats somebody who sustains injuries from a motor vehicle crash and there's an issue over an outstanding bill. So basically, uh, our our rules in this state and in many other states have set up a forum uh, where rather than uh, have these cases go to to trial process and through the normal uh, law division, what they do is they get arbitrated. So so I'll do some of that. Uh, We do have a gentleman in the office that does some municipal uh, municipal court work that deals with run run the mill, like uh, auto uh, violations, that type of stuff, speeding, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But <laughs> I haven't done that stuff in many years. It's it's predominantly a personal injury and in workers compensation.
0: Awesome. and And within the research I've done about you, Frank, I have to say, you're like the Muhammad Ali of personal injury attorneys. I mean, that's, I mean, it's uh, a, <laughs> you know, I, I, I really, I mean, I read up on you, and it's a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, like the, you know, it's awesome. I mean, I, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's also awesome what you do. What you do now, personal injury is something personal to me as well because I, I, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I, I have a, a few, um, PIs if you will, uh, uh, that I do marketing for in the D.C. area. So it's a it's a very interesting um, it's a very interesting uh, field for me. But um, most of the cases that I have uh, are not around car accidents. It's so funny. Most of the cases that that people do is stuff like they slip and fall. They slipped in, in, in their friend's house or. Um, you yeah, know, or, or maybe even a dog bite. Are those cases he harder to defend than are and then, than car in, uh, car injuries.
2: I think it all depends on the facts of the case. I, you know, in all the years I've been doing this and the literally thousands of cases that I've handled, I've yet to come across the perfect case. There's always going to be wrinkles in terms of establishing liability or damages in every case. So whether the case is a motor vehicle crash case, a trucking collision case, wrongful death, uh, dog bite, um, trip premises liability, such as you mentioned, uh, trip and fall, slip and fall. There there, there, there are challenges that come along with uh, each and every one of those types of cases. So it's really dependent on the case itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so funny. But, I, I, you know, the firm that we do it for down in um, D.C., that's mostly those are most of the cases. I mean, you get like one or two car insurance uh, car uh, accidents, but most of it's just uh, like slip and fall, especially this time of year. They, 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 they clean up. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure. Well, I mean, you know, obviously that's going to come with, with the weather. I would say that that is uh, uh, with respect to most personal injury firms, I would say that's uncommon. I I, I would guess if I had to speak to most uh, other attorneys that do what I do, they would estimate that the brunt of their personal injury caseload comes from motor vehicle uh, crash cases. Unless they've specifically chosen to steer steer clear of that field.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's that's the case with them. Could be. Yeah, I gotta ask them. Hey, um, is there any out of curiosity? Is there anything that's not a good case for you? I mean, you know, is there any case that you steer away from?
2: Well, um, you know, my job, you know, not to get too philosophic, is to um, handle cases wherein somebody is harmed. In some way, as a result of the the negligence or wrongful conduct of somebody else, and it's my job, quite simply, to obtain the maximum possible financial recovery for that person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that encompasses a lot. Uh, what I could tell you is not a good case is a case where I can, uh, you know, as I'm I'm doing the intake, intake meaning I'm interviewing the client. Uh, for the first time and i'm doing this uh, almost with my eyes as a a defense attorney uh, again and and looking to see what the holes are in the case because as i stated there's there, there literally in all the years i've been doing this there is i have yet to come across the perfect case every case has potential problems but if i'm listening to the recitation of the facts and there, there are serious questions as to whether or not a person can establish liability, both on a factual basis or if there's some legal issue that prevents them from doing that or, or on the same rate in terms of their, their injuries, whatever they be, economic or non-economic damages, that will not be a good case. So it's, it's hard to say. Uh, here's a specific example of what's not a good case. It, it, it's very case sensitive and, and it requires me. Uh, looking, assessing the facts when I first meet the the client, and and saying to myself, if I needed to try this case, could I win this case? And if I say no from the inception, that's a bad sign. I probably uh, would steer clear of that case, and explain to the client why.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. So that that's uh, good to know. Um, another thing, as I was doing my research on you, Frank, uh, on the internet, I, I noticed that there are a ton of personal injury attorneys in the state of new jersey what separates you i'll put you on the spot here for a minute what separates you from the pack
2: well without uh now, now you're, you're you're forcing me to do something i don't want to do which is just be braggadocious but i would say without sounding too corny um the people's biggest complaint about their attorneys are that they do not uh, maintain good levels of communication and they don't get back to them I can tell you if you speak to any one of my clients, they will either, if they call me and I can't speak to them right away, they will get a call back that night or the following day at the latest. I've spoken to people uh, while I'm on vacation, okay? And that, I think clients uh, really appreciate that uh, because they're they're coming to you because they have real issues. Um, so to be left in the lurch and hanging is is not a good feeling. And, and I've had people come to me looking for me to take over their case because we have these issues. And I always try to fix it and resolve any issues that exist between their attorney uh, and themselves. But that I think is, you know, in terms of uh, an interpersonal relationship, that is, I think, the biggest separator in terms of some of my accomplishments. Uh, I'm a certified civil trial attorney. That's a certification that's coming from the Supreme court of this state. So um, the, the, you, you need to, uh, show a certain level of success and pass a written examination to get that certification. Um, in, in this state, I, I believe the statistics are only 2 two to 3% of the attorneys in the state are certified civil trial attorneys, and I'm one of them. So I would say that that separates uh, us. There's also a service called AV. Uh, there's also a, a legal medium uh, that's respected called Martindale-Hubbell uh, that rates their attorneys. Um, and I have the AV uh, rates attorneys in general, I should say, and I have the AV preeminent rating, which is the highest rating that you can get in terms of legal talent and ethical standards. And, and these are th- 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 this is um, a source that's uh, uh, coming up with their ratings based on uh, peer review. So these are uh, recommendations or or, or, or they're, they're touching base with some of my colleagues, people that I've uh, worked against and judges uh, before whom I've appeared. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, There's also Super Lawyers Magazine, where I've been featured uh, for for the last 10 years uh, as both a rising star and a a super lawyer, um, uh, just among some of the accolades. And if you do a little bit of research, uh, you'll note that uh, basically every single year, myself and my firm have uh, jury verdicts and settlements among the top in the state. So um, I I think that uh, that's uh, the body of work that separates myself and my firm from many of these other attorneys.
0: Wow, it's oh, outstanding, man! Those little accolades that I saw online. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of put you on the spot because I know you're a very humble guy, and uh, I, I figured I figured I'd get you a little uncomfortable. For- yeah, me,
2: a little uncomfortable. Know? Listen, there's the reality. <laughs> listen, there. The, the look, we all want to do well for our business, for 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 our clients, but it is a business. So so uh, you know, I don't want to be unrealistic and say I don't want people's business. Obviously, I do want people's uh business but i, I don't want to try to make myself seem superior to any other attorney there's a, a lot of great attorneys out there and unfortunately uh, some that are not so great um yeah. so uh, what i could tell you is um for anyone who steps foot in my office and deals with me directly they're not going to be disappointed
0: awesome um you know i'm going to give you a little testimony here uh you know just just as a as a testimony as to what you said them being high touch. Uh I could recall, unfortunately this didn't work out, but I could recall I referred you to someone and the, the person wasn't coming back, wasn't getting back to you. You reached out to me to find out, hey, what is going on? That that that's unheard of. So that's uh that's definitely a testimony to what you know your high touch uh uh, uh practices. So that's what I just want to let the world know about that. Um, so <laughs> so Frank um, Tell me something this is uh, you know that's really all I had today but I am going to leave the the sh- uh, in the show notes I'm going to leave all of your uh contact information your LinkedIn etc in there so if anyone needs to get a hold of you but I had got two questions for you is it is it only in New Jersey that you practice
2: uh, yes yes I, I did go to school in New York but I'm only licensed to practice in New Jersey I candidly it'd be nice to practice on other states I'm just too busy I, I-
0: can't. yeah well too busy is a good thing and and that's why i'm really really thankful for you to come because i know you're a very busy guy and this is uh this is this is really uh an honor to have you on the show uh last question um is there anything i did not ask you that you think will benefit the audience it's hard to
2: say i mean in terms of my personal uh Personal accolades. You're, you did a good job of, of really touting uh, my my, own, my horn. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, what I would say is generally with what we do, um, the one misconception I think that people have is that um, they almost feel bad at times about filing a personal injury case. You know, I've, I have I've had people come to mm. me and say something to the effect well we're not the suing type or 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 you know that, that that they almost feel uncomfortable about it and i just scratch my head and i just it doesn't make any sense to me and you know without demonizing the insurance industry but i'm going to a little bit because i've worked for them and i know what their tactics are i think that there's been a strong propaganda campaign over the last 30 or 40 years to make people feel this way Almost as if the claims that they're bringing uh, are, uh, are of no merit and frankly fraudulent. And I can tell you from having done this on both sides that that could not be further from the truth. And I can tell you specifically because when I am interviewing somebody, I'm always on the lookout for some somebody who I don't think is being genuine or maybe is is fraudulent. I could tell. And that almost never, ever happens. These cases in order for us, first off, number one, you as the attorney mm-hmm. can, can be personally sanctioned if you bring a case that is frivolous. Number one, uh, so that's not that's something that not a lot of people know. But if I am bringing something that just frankly is is complete baloney and unsupported by fact or law, I'm going to be personally sanctioned. So so uh, it, it's not to the effect that. Uh, anyone suggest to you that a personal injury case um, is is fraudulent? I, I mean, that's just that's just nonsense. Okay. The other thing is this: you know, we're not the suing type. That makes no sense to me because you you are bringing one of these claims because through no fault of your own, you were caused some harm or loss. In other words, your health was taken away from you in some fashion, mm-hmm. yeah, or your ability to generate income through your employment, business, whatever was was uh, uh, was affected because now you sustain injuries that prevent you from doing your job. So, So why would you not bring a claim to recover for those losses? It makes no sense. And when you do that, all you're doing is enriching some insurance company that believe me, doesn't need your money. They do <laughs> yeah. not need your money. So I just find it, you know, it's one of the things that I find so frustrating when I hear that. And I, you know, when I try the cases, the one the one important thing that I think separates myself and a lot of attorneys from others is we're, we're trial attorneys. Okay. Yeah. So when we're picking juries, one of the things that the, the, the initial process when we're interviewing potential jurors is called wadir. And this is when we get a sense of, or we try to get a sense of who our potential jurors are. So we could put together a jury of fair and impartial people, and uh, some of the questions that we ask are about this topic. In other words, you know, do you believe in tort reform, or you know, do you have do you have any biases against people simply because they bring a lawsuit and they say stuff like this, which I can tell is grounded more, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be nasty, but it's grounded more in ignorance about the process than anything else, because. You know when I'm when I'm bringing one of these cases when I'm when I'm preparing for a trial, my goal is to be the most reasonable guy in the room, and and uh, I I tell the jury from the outset uh, as as objective as I can. This is what is going to be proven in this case, okay? And and if for whatever reason, you know, I'll I'll get the sense when I'm trying a case at the beginning, everybody's going to be skeptical about uh, myself, my client, and as these cases. Progress, whether it's a short trial or a long trial, and then we start to hit on point one, point two, point three. And by the way, we're we're conceding any any difficulty or wrinkle that we have in in, in the case. You establish that credibility, and, and you overcome any of those biases that that people have. So it just just frustrates me that people have these misconceptions uh, about what it is that we do. And and, and frankly, you know the portions of the plaintiff's bar don't help us you know when, when they're bombarded by commercials every three seconds about you know I got millions of dollars because this is what happened I think that 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 leaves a bad taste in 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 people's mouths uh, about what it is that we do we right. it's it's our objective to get people fair and reasonable recoveries for 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 uh, their harms and losses no more and no less that and by the way that's the law okay uh, right. you are entitled to recover fully for your losses no more than what you deserve and no less than what you deserve
0: wow that's awesome and I'm really glad I asked you that question I feel the passion come through I'm sure the audience felt the passion this is why he is the Muhammad Ali of personal injury because he cares more about you than he does you know uh, the insurance companies which is what we got, which what we got to do uh, and, and that's important that's why we, he cares about winning your case so um That was awesome. I will put all of your information in the show notes. Thanks a lot for coming. Uh, I am going to bid farewell to this episode. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. I'm going to teach you all about marketing. uh, But I'm glad that you had the time to to hear Frank Lazaro. If you have any, if there's any issues that you ever have in terms of any kind of personal injury and you're here in the great state of New Jersey look him up. Just look at all the stuff on the links that I have in the show notes there. So with that, this has been Frank Deming, the local business guy, and you've just been blessed by the great Frank Lazaro. Take care, everyone. Until next week. Peace
1: out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses the podcast where you will discover all the latest and greatest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. Don't forget, any links that were mentioned during the broadcast will be available to you in the show notes, so be sure to grab them while you have the chance. Incidentally, if you have any topics that you would like for us to discuss on the show, be sure to send an email to the email provided in the show notes or click the contact us link and let us know what topic you would like us to help you with. And we'll be sure to add it to our schedule. If you would like for Frank and his team to look at your digital marketing presence and give you a free evaluation, simply click the request a free consultation link in the show notes to get a hold of them. That being said, until our next episode, make it a successful digital marketing day. Peace out.